Hello friends, this is Lindsay, your local late blooming lesbian, and today I'm going to talk to you about the red flags that I ignored in the beginning of my relationship with a narcissist. Obviously, this is going to be a tough one to talk about as I look back and remember some pretty messed up things that I ignored that then led to both myself and my child being abused in some way by someone who I really believed in. So stick with me and hopefully you will either find some peace in knowing that you are not alone in ignoring red flags from a narcissist or you'll be able to learn from these and avoid going down the same road that I did. Red flag number one. They told me very early on that they never wanted kids. And at the same time, they immediately went into the role of helping me care for my son and doing all the day in, day out parenting tasks that I was doing as well. Now, some people surely think that they don't want children and then fall in love with someone who has a child. They fall in love with the child and they, of course, say I was wrong. This was not the case in my relationship. I feel like the difference is that if someone realizes that they were wrong and they, you know, it turns out they actually enjoy parenting, um, they're going to naturally become, you know, um, become a parent. Um, They're not going to do everything that a parent does while simultaneously complaining about everything all the time. My partner never really stopped complaining about pretty much everything to do with parenting. They didn't like the mess. They didn't like, you know, if he didn't eat all his food at one time. They didn't like if he kind of stalled getting ready for bedtime. They didn't like that he... would, of course, cry and have big feelings and struggles. And just honestly, as he got older, uh, because my son was about 16 months old when my ex came into our life, um, it became more and more obvious that they didn't really want to have a kid and that there was something else going on, like some other reason that they were around. And it wasn't because they loved him and it wasn't because they loved me. Red flag number two, how easy it was for them to lie. When we started spending time together, uh, I didn't know it at first, but they had um, a trip lined up with another girl. It was a girl that they liked for a very long time who had a male partner who, um, I guess for some reason, they had decided to meet up and go on a trip and see if there were any feelings there. Of course, the the ex told me they had a trip coming up, but they chose not to tell me who it was with. Obviously, they had told me about this girl um, and didn't want me to know that they were doing a backcountry hiking trip with the girl that they were actually hoping to have a relationship with. I remember how they would get phone calls and step outside. And of course, you know, come back in and act totally normal once they got off the phone. They would also receive a lot of texts from this person and just kind of hide them um, 
very early on in our relationship, I had no expectations. I was just getting out of my marriage. I had just come out and in my mind we were we were just having fun. We were getting to know each other. There were no rules. So to be honest, that girl and going to visit her was fair game. However, the fact that she was hiding it um, and just being very, very manipulative and weird about it was definitely a red flag, which leads to, I guess, my next red flag. My next red flag is physical violence. I wish this one could have come along a little bit later in the podcast. However, the last red flag leads directly to this one. I remember thinking one day after having originally been like, that's okay. They can go on this trip. They can hang out. They can see what happens. And then if this person comes back and still wants to hang out, then that's totally fine. However, I remembered, of course, that I have a child and the last thing that I wanted to do was get involved with someone who was not sure what they wanted and was going to go back and forth with, you know, whether they were going to be with me or whether they liked someone else. And obviously at the time they were also spending a lot of time with me, helping me with my child, basically being a stand-in parent. So I quietly left their house and told them that I no longer wanted to see them. I didn't really give them that much of an explanation because I just felt very disrespected and wanted to move on quietly. Several hours later, um, they showed up at my house, pounding on the door, um, insisting that I let them in, and I had someone staying with me at the time, and so, and my son was home, and so I finally, after probably over an hour of them demanding that I talk to them, I stepped outside and I don't remember the conversation, but I do remember that I held my ground about not wanting to continue to see them due to the situation. And at that point, when I went to go back inside, they physically restrained me from returning to the house. They, um, I tried to go to the back of the house to try to get in the back door since they were blocking the front door. And again, they would tackle me, you know, chase me down, tackle me, hold me, uh, hold my arms to my side and not let me go. Um, very clearly this was a red flag. (laughs) It's quite embarrassing to me. All of them are embarrassing, but this one is probably the most because, um, I remember thinking, I can't do this. This person is obviously volatile. I can't have them around my child. And sure enough, they convinced me or I convinced myself that it was a one-time thing and it would never happen again. It did. This is something that I will probably talk about more in another episode, but that's not for today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The next red flag is controlling my interactions with other people. Obviously, they were very insecure about my son's father. They didn't want me to see him in person. 
They didn't want me to have any conversations with him that they were not involved in. They wanted to be in every text message so that they could read and monitor our conversations. And that continued for the entirety of our two and a half year relationship. They also very early on showed extreme um, dislike about me having friends. Um, two or three days after the first time we hung out, a friend of mine wanted to spend time with me and they got angry. They said, oh, I thought you would have wanted to spend time with me, but come to find out you just want to be with other people. You know, I thought we had something going on. And I, of course, I, I believe what I did was have my friend come over so that we could all spend time together, which should have been a good thing. But obviously that still wasn't exactly what the ex wanted. So it was still an issue. They also controlled how I interacted with my own child. They pressured me to quit breastfeeding and quit co-sleeping with him. And at the time, they said it was so that I could be better rested, so that I could be a better mother. Looking back, however, I believe that it was to drive a wedge between my son and I. He was my whole world. I spent... He is my whole world. (laughs) I spent all my time physically attached to him since he was so little and he was breastfeeding. And like I said, we slept together. And they, of course, wanted to get him separated from me so that they could could have more access to me. They could have more uninterrupted time with me. And, of course, two people who are trying to have a relationship do need some time without a child between them. However, the way that they went about doing it was definitely a red flag. In addition to controlling how I interacted with the people around me, my ex would also turn me against people. For example, I had a friend staying with me for the summer when I first started hanging out with my ex. It wasn't very long before my ex started to say that my friend was two-faced, that they didn't like to be around my friend, um, different things like this. And the same situation happened with my niece who came to visit. Just to clarify, my niece is in her 20s. It's not some little girl, but either way. um, If my ex thought that the person didn't like them, they would very quickly do a smear campaign against them to drive a wedge between myself and the friend or the other person. They definitely controlled what kind of people were around me. For example, if the person um, thought that my ex was a good partner and that I should work really hard to maintain the relationship, then my ex didn't mind if they were around. But if the person picked up on some of the red flags and would start talking to me about them or even challenging my ex, Pretty quickly, they were out. The next red flag is constantly sending mixed signals. When we started our relationship, both of us talked about how the words I love you made us uncomfortable. We each had our own reasons, but we communicated nicely about that and agreed not to use those words. Within two to three months, my ex started to manipulate me into saying those words. They would say things like, you only like me? And I would say, I do like you. And they would say, that's it though? And I would say, yeah, I like you. You know I like you. 
and they would continue to pester me until finally one day I said, you know what? Yeah, I, I do love you. I don't know why this has turned into a big deal. It doesn't have to be weird. I'll just, I'll say it. And of course they didn't say it back. At first I just thought that that would be okay. But then of course, having a partner who <laughs> sort of bullies you into saying I love you and then purposefully doesn't say it back and continues to avoid it, but continues to ask you to say it, it does something to your brain. So of course I took the bait and after a while I was like, hey, do you love me too? Is that why you asked me? Did you want to say those words, but maybe you're too scared? Is that what's going on? And of course they were like, well, I don't, I don't really know if I love you. I don't know if you love me. And it turned into this big game. And it was probably at least a year before my ex actually said the words, I love you. It's those kinds of things that can really contribute to the trauma bonding. Um, because when you do get trauma bonded with someone, you become addicted to the highs and the lows and the ups and downs and the breadcrumbs. And unfortunately, that was one red flag that I completely ignored. To wrap this episode up, I just want to say that when you're starting a new relationship with someone, whether you're queer, straight, it doesn't matter, but especially if you're just coming out, because I feel like that makes you a little more vulnerable to tolerating abuse from another queer person, pay attention to the red flags. When you're getting that gut feeling, or your chest is tight, or you start questioning things, pay attention. If you're starting to feel crazy, like you're you're making things up or you're being too sensitive about your partner or too critical, write things down. Get a journal. Write down the things that stood out to you, the things that you're struggling with. Talk to someone. Ask them if they've experienced something like that. Just don't ignore your gut in these situations because obviously, as you can tell from this episode, I, I've only told you a handful of red flags that I ignored. There were so many more over the course of my two and a half year relationship it's just so important to to pay attention to those red flags and listen to your gut. <laughs> I'm kind of rambling now, so I'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Thanks for hanging out with me, and I look forward to the next episode.